You're listening to Thoroughly Manly Musicals, and I'm your host, Stan Ferguson. Because I said I would last week, I'm going to talk about Disney's Beauty and the Beast, the cartoon version from 1991, when Stan was just a little boy who'd only dared to dream of having his own podcast. I was living in Nashville at the time, and now for that matter, but back then, it was a totally different city. We didn't have the hot chicken and bachelorette parties we'd become famous for. Instead, we had a whole lot of underage pregnancies in adult bookstores. You could say I lived a very provincial life, which made me feel like I could really empathize with our lead character, Belle, in this week's movie. You see, Belle comes from a shitty French town where no one reads the sophisticated books she's into like a large hardcover edition of Jack and the Beanstalk. Belle, like me, is stuck looking for her intellectual equal in a town filled with sexy blondes, a bread maker, and one giant slab of man beef. Everything changes when her dad goes off on a business trip and ends up the prisoner of a talking yak. Belle finds her dad in the yak and trades places with her dad. This works out for the yak because he needs to form an adult consenting relationship in order to turn human again. And who better to give consent than a prisoner you've demanded to stay forever? I'm not going to sugarcoat it, folks. This is a weird movie where a book nerd falls in love with a yak because he has a library. But the dang flatware and furniture were just so charming that you can't help but let yourself get caught up in this disgusting love story. And it gets pretty gross, especially when the yak turns human and you find yourself desperately wanting him to turn back into the yak. But... If the movie was all flatware and bestiality, where would we be? Not doing this show, that's for sure. I'm all about musicals, friends. And this movie fucking delivers on that front. Every single one of the five songs is catchy and good, and the way reprises are woven into other songs is pretty nifty. But I wouldn't expect any less from Ellen Mankin and Howard Ashman, the duo that brought us the Citizen Kane of musicals, Little Shop of Horrors. Not only that, but two of the songs were instant classics. There's the titular Beauty and the Beast and the Disney World anthem Be Our Guest. These two songs will live in the bowels of your heart for eternity, which probably means your heart is constipated and you really should do something about that. The cast is headed by someone and someone else, but all anyone really remembers is Jerry Orbach playing Lumiere, the living candlestick, and Angela Lansbury as Mrs. Potts, the teapot. If you're young and those names mean nothing to you, watch Dirty Dancing and Bedknobs and Broomsticks. Or don't. It's no skin off my back. You do you, baby. In the end, we find out the yak, who starts off an asshole, is trying to be a good dude. But Gaston the man-beef just ends up being yet another fuckboy and gets himself killed in the end because he's too dumb to survive. Maybe he should have read one of Belle's highfalutin books, like the one where the girl finds Prince Charming but doesn't know about it until a later chapter. Holy shit, that was foreshadowing. Personally, I learned that just because you started out as a dickhead doesn't mean you have to stay one. Good thing I've always been a good dude. Thanks for listening and come back next week when I'll talk about My Fair Lady because what's three hours of my life?